This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday's Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, in part two, we will continue our topic of the 1970 Detroit Lions. In part one, we discussed how the team got off to a great start, going 5-1, and one, and then suddenly they ran into a three-game losing streak. And so we will pick up at week 10. And next up on the schedule were the 7-1-1 one, one San Francisco 49ers. The Lions outgained the 49ers on the ground 187 yards to 56 and forced three John Brody interceptions to win the game easily 28-7. Running back Mel Farr ran for 117 yards on just 16 carries. Quarterback Greg Landry got the start for the second week in a row and finished the game with a 122.8 passer rating. On Thanksgiving Day, the Lions' defense had a tough time stopping Raiders receiver Fred Bolitnikoff and fell behind 14-0 in the first quarter. But from then on, it was all Lions, as their ground game churned out 262 yards. Mel Farr had another big game, rushing for 104 yards. Greg Landry, now the established starting quarterback, had another excellent game. One of the advantages of having Landry at quarterback is that he could run as well as pass. In this game, he ran for 77 yards on 7 attempts. Next up, was the 8-2-1 St. Louis Cardinals on a cold, windy day at Tiger Stadium. The Lions' defense was back to playing the way they had earlier in the season, allowing only 146 total yards and six first downs. It was a defense with three future Hall of Fame players. Defensive tackle Alex Karras, cornerback Lem Barney, and cornerback Dick LeBeau. On offense, they had future Hall of Famer Charlie Sanders at tight end. There were only two games left in the season, and the Lions needed to win them both to have any chance of reaching the playoffs. The Vikings had clinched the Central Division title, which left only three playoff spots. After 12 weeks of play, the Rams, 49ers, and Cardinals all stood at 8-3-1, while the Giants, Cowboys, and Lions were 8-4. The Lions' Week 13 opponent was the Los Angeles Rams. 
the Lions defense held the Rams to just 47 yards on the ground. But they had a tough time trying to contain the Rams passing attack, giving up 334 yards. 150 of those yards were gained by Rams receiver Jack Snow. But Detroit prevailed 28-23. With the Rams and Cardinals losing their Week 13 games, the Lions had to win their final game and hope for the Cowboys or Giants to lose. The Cowboys easily won their game against the Oilers but the Giants lost their game. So now it was up to the Lions. A win would qualify them for the playoffs. But they had to guard against overconfidence as they were playing the 6-7 Green Bay Packers. With only a 6-0 lead going into the fourth quarter, the Lions were making their fans nervous but two touchdowns in the final quarter won a 49-yard interception return by Lem Barney gave Detroit a 20-0 victory and their first trip to the postseason since 1957. It wasn't a great game for the Lions' offense, but their defense came through again, allowing only 124 total yards. The Lions' 10-4 record was not the result of an easy schedule, as only six of their 14 opponents had a losing record. Detroit traveled to Dallas, feeling confident and prepared. But their offense couldn't get anything going all day against the Doomsday defense, gaining just 156 total yards and seven first downs. The Lions defense, which had played so well for most of the season, gave up 209 yards rushing, 135 to rookie running back Dwayne Thomas. But while they may have been, they didn't break, allowing only a field goal. Doomsday added a safety to make the final score 5-0. to zero. Detroit almost pulled it out toward the end of the game, but a Mel Renfro interception sealed the deal for Dallas. While it was a disappointing end, it was a season to remember. Tight end Charlie Sanders, running back Mel Farr, center Ed Flanagan, and linebacker Paul Newmorf were all selected to play in the Pro Bowl. The Lions would not have another legitimate shot at a Super Bowl appearance until 1991, when they went 13-4 before losing to Washington in the NFC Championship. That concludes our podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.